Hello everyone and welcome to a new podcast episode of the Cultivate Kindness podcast by the GE. I uh, hope everyone is doing really well. It's been actually a little while since I've recorded um, a podcast episode, so it's actually quite exciting. Um, and it's actually also coming up to the end of our first season of the podcast. Um, so we hope you look forward to the new podcast, which will be revealing, sorry, the new podcast season, which will be revealing probably next month. So today we're going to be talking all about detachment. Now, you might have heard about this term. Um, as I think it's being used a lot more online nowadays, but I kind of wanted to talk a bit about what it is, how it's helpful, where it kind of comes from, and also what detachment is not meant to be. Because I think the view of detachment that a lot of people might have is completely disconnecting from everything and everyone and having no emotions. That's not what what I want to talk about. So... Detachment is typically defined as the ability to let go or release the need to cling to our desires, positions or possessions. So it involves cultivating a sense of non-attachment or freedom from attachment, which allows you to observe things as they are without being controlled with them. So detachment is not the same as or is not the same as avoidance, but rather it's a willingness to engage with life from a place of freedom and openness. So essentially what that kind of means is when you're detached, you aren't attached to the outcome of things or the or the possessions that you might want to have in your life or don't have. You're not controlled by those feelings of wanting those things all the time, but you also put less pressure on yourself for certain outcomes to take place. Now, according to Vedanta, which is a Hindu philosophical tradition, in fact, actually talks about attachment. And it says that attachment is one of the five main causes of suffering. Now, I thought it was interesting to mention this as Hinduism is one of the oldest religions in the world and dates back more than 4,000 years. And although the Vedanta itself has not been around as long in the religion... I think it still highlights how important detachment has been in different cultures around the world. Now, the attachment that many people talk about can be attachment from, uh, sorry, attachment to material objects. So this could be houses, cars, our mobile phones. Then there's attachment to mental constructs. So that's beliefs, worldviews, patterns of thought, roles and titles. Or you can be attached to emotional states. Um, So this could be relationships, moods and feelings. So these are just a few of the things that you can be attached to. You can also be attached to outcomes or you can be attached to the past, for example. But unfortunately, clinging to anything in a world that is by nature impermanent and constantly changing often sets us up for a form of suffering. And this can be in the form of anxiety over the thought of losing the object of our desire and the pain caused by the inevitable loss of the object itself. And by object, I also mean like mental construct or emotional state, so like your relationship or something. Now, detachment can take many forms, but one of the most important ways is a detachment from outcomes. And that feeling is so liberating. 
By making the commitment to let go, we release the need to force situations or impose our ideas of how things should be. So for example, let's say you might have an interview coming up and you are so, so focused on the outcome of that interview, on you getting the job. And that pressure that you're putting on yourself to get to that outcome might cause you more anxiety than just thinking about the interview itself, not having a specific outcome, but working towards feeling more confident about the interview, but not necessarily putting pressure on yourself to get the job after the interview. Now, by detaching, you then feel much more liberated and you honestly will probably end up performing better in that interview. So what does detachment not mean? Detachment, again, does not mean avoiding or being aversive to situations. From reading a blog post on Medium by Vincent Van Patten, they quoted Jay Shetty, and I just wanted to insert this clip where he talks about detachment. There's a beautiful verse in the Bhagavad Gita that says that detachment is not that you own nothing. Detachment is that nothing owns you. And, and I love it because to me that summarizes detachment in a way that it's not usually explained. Usually people see detachment as being away from everything. Actually the greatest detachment is being close to everything and not letting it consume and own you. And that's real power, that's real strength. There's a... Therefore, detachment does not mean separating yourself completely from everything. You don't need to necessarily separate yourself completely from society or from material things. But what is important is learning to not be controlled by anything that does not come from within you. We've been conditioned to believe the destination of material wealth is the only image of success and happiness. Now, what I'm not saying is that we must, again, be completely separate from social media or from the material things. But you have to make sure that these things genuinely do bring you joy And we mustn't let ourselves think that without them, we are unworthy of happiness because that is giving away our power. Why do we get so attached? So from doing a lot of reading, or as much as I have been able to do because it's been quite a busy time, but a lot of psychologists and philosophers say that attachment, in fact, comes from the ego. Now, you may have heard about the ego, but not actually know what it means. Put simply, the ego is our false self, the moment-by-moment fabrication that gives us our separate sense of I, me, and mine. An article by Adam Brady put the idea of the ego into words very nicely, so I'll just read a section from that. The ego defines itself in comparison to external factors. Those external factors, which are often rooted in the material world of objects, give the ego its sense of worth. Therefore, the more things it has, so the more things your ego has, the more objects it can possess, control, hold on to and identify itself with, and the more it then feels secure. Therefore, our ego only grows and wants more when we are attaching our worth onto those things, outcomes, relationships, etc. So how does attachment actually help? So these are just a few of the reasons why detachment can be helpful. The first is being indifferent to physical circumstances allows you to be indifferent to your current circumstances. Attached to your today, 
you need to detach from trying to control the mysterious unknown. With attachment often comes a very strong urge to control the circumstances that are around you. Therefore, detachment stops you from actually trying to control this unknown because unfortunately you cannot control everything. Um, A lot of things you can't control. Um, So it's quite liberating to detach yourself from trying to control those situations or outcomes. Also, a new perspective as detaching or detaching from things helps you look at your life objectively and with greater clarity. Detachment also brings reduced negative emotions like anxiety, anger, jealousy, sadness. It also gives you the ability to focus more on what you have rather than what you don't have. It gives a greater peace of mind, lower stress levels, higher energy levels as well and less fatigue as by letting go you stop wasting vital energy on things you cannot control because I think we can all agree that we spend a lot of time often in our head worrying about wanting more, looking for certain things or looking for a certain outcome as I've previously said and that's vital energy that we could be that we could be spending on experiencing new things, spending time with loved ones and just existing and enjoying life. And finally, detachment can also bring improved sleep quality as you won't be worrying about things you cannot control all night. Now, to actually detach will take some practice and take some time but to kind of finish off this episode I wanted to give you all some general advice on how to detach. We also made an Instagram post all about attachment um, or detachment rather and how to do it but we also recommended some really good YouTube videos as well that talk about detachment and what I've found to kind of learn more about what detachment is and how to kind of do it it's really useful to watch different YouTube videos because everyone kind of gives different advice but they also give very similar advice at the same time And a lot of the time when you're hearing it from someone else, it's much easier than telling yourself to detach. If someone is telling you, you need to detach from these outcomes, you need to detach your worth from the relationships that you have, it oftentimes will sink into your head much quicker than you trying to tell yourself to do that. But um, here's some more general advice to help you detach or to start detaching. So embrace impermanence is the first one. So an essential tip to loosen the grip of attachment in our life is to recognise that impermanence or change is a foundational principle of life. While recognising that impermanence or change might be difficult because it causes us to confront our own our own impermanence in life in general but also the relationships we have it can become a really useful tool to letting go of our attachments once we acknowledge that change is constant and there will always be some sort of change and nothing is really ever fully permanent and once you kind of learn to accept that you can learn to stop attaching to everything so strongly The second piece of advice is to reel in the ego. So it's to kind of get your ego under control. 
Now to accomplish this, you don't need to necessarily get rid of the ego completely because that is honestly almost impossible, but rather you can look at your ego in a new light. Instead of connecting with your ego, see it as a little hut that you can exit whenever you want to. Detachment becomes a real possibility as each of these layers of illusion begins to slip away and your identity moves from ego to spirit. The final one is to lean into uncertainty, which links a lot with impermanence and change. But a lot of the time, we can't necessarily predict all the situations that we're in. And that makes uncertainty very difficult to embrace. Um, And ego is actually one of the reasons for this. Our ego often craves stability, predictability and certainty to feel secure. But it's exactly this resistance that we must be willing to release to kind of step into the unknown or the uncertainty and realise the many possibilities that exist in the world. And we can practice attachment by trusting and leaning into this uncertainty. Now, those are just some of the few tips. And now I want to kind of focus in on the specific tips for specific types of attachment. So often people become very attached in relationships and it can lead to a lot of insecurity, um, a lot of anxiety as well. So a way to detach from... So now I just want to talk a little bit about detaching from relationships. So many of us treat our partners, children, family and friends as people we own and thus we expect them to act in a certain way that is in our best interests or we have them in our lives to fill an emotional need that has been unfulfilled because of many reasons. However, it is important to be in a relationship because we choose to, not because we feel like we need it. So a term that is often used in relationships um, that are full of attachment is codependency. And there's two books that I'd recommend reading if you want to kind of read up a bit on why you might be feeling so attached in relationships and maybe the anxiety that you're getting because of that. The first one is Courage to Cure Codependency by Leah Clark. And the second one is Attached, which I've mentioned before um, in a lot of our Instagram posts, but Attached by Amy Levine and Rachel S.F. Heller. These are both really good books about codependency and unhealthy attachment. And as previously said, there are lots of YouTube videos online that you can watch about detachment but also codependency as well. In the end enjoying the experience with someone instead of worrying about the outcome all the time although it's very difficult it's actually very important. Now another big thing that a lot of people become very attached to is our past experiences. A lot of us will spend a lot of the time during our day thinking about the past Um, However, detachment in your daily life requires awareness. Focusing on the present moment is very difficult, but two pieces of of advice that YouTuber Tam Kaur mentioned in in a YouTube video that I watched um, that I would definitely recommend checking out is that you can treat every new day as if it's the first day of your life. And when doing this, you can think to yourself, how would you act? Who would you be? What would you be doing? And by doing this, you're not, letting, you're not letting your past self from living the life you deserve. And she also mentions in this YouTube video something interesting 
about how you will never be able to change the past or experience the future. Our lives are made up of a collection of present moments and those should be the ones that we are focusing on. Unfortunately, you can't go back and change the past, but you can't beat yourself up about actions you might have taken back then when you were probably a very different person and you can't experience the future. Tomorrow, you have no idea what that will be like because you're not actually living in that moment. So try and live in your present moment. Um, And it can really, by doing this, it can really help detach from past experiences and focus on the life that you're living now. And finally, I wanted to talk a little bit about detaching from work. Now, it's not even just workaholics that need to practice detachment in their careers. Many of us subconsciously create a label or identity of who we are based on, on our job titles. I think a lot of people, especially recent graduates or maybe people that have had a career break or are trying to change their careers, I feel like your identity is very tied in with your job or your career because that's oftentimes often when you meet new people that's what they'll first ask you so it can be very hard not to associate your career with your identity however you have to remember that your job is just one aspect of you who you are what you are doing on a day-to-day basis is just one aspect of who you are it is not everything you might have passions outside of your job that a part of who what makes that you makes you 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 might have um people in your life that really inspire you and that's another part of your life your job isn't all you are so attach to yourself and become comfortable with yourself don't take things too personally or too seriously what is important to realize is that no one will fully understand you so don't fully ever attach to other people's opinions and approval even if they are people that you might love and admire because detach because attaching yourself to other people's opinions or certain outcomes will only lead to more stress and anxiety by detaching you will put much less pressure on yourself and the outcome of different things you experience or try out so thank you for listening to today's episode i really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode As always, feel free to share this with anyone you think might need it. And please check out our Instagram and our monthly newsletters, which I will link in the caption, as well as the two book recommendations that I spoke about. And I might also link a YouTube video explaining a little bit more about detachment. But hopefully you've just been able to listen to this wherever you are, um, whether you're on your way to work, on a walk. And hopefully it's just given you a bit more of an idea of what detachment is and how it can really have a positive impact on your life. So thanks again for listening and wishing you all the best. Bye.